Welcome, everybody. We back. It's the One Against the Grain podcast. I am your host, Brownie Blends, along with the beautiful Alicia J. We back for another episode. We miss y'all. Hope y'all missed us. But we here bringing y'all dope, new, creative content as much as possible. So we're going we're gonna to get this, get this going. Welcome, Alicia. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. As always, we have been on the go, traveling. Mm-hmm. We both for just sure. came back from New York, which was crazy that we were both there. Um, and we both got to see greatness at the same time too. So, yeah, that, yeah, that show was that show was amazing. I was actually <clears throat> in uh, New York celebrating my birthday as well. Um, had a great time. So it really the game fell on the game fell on the 14th, which was Tuesday. Um, when the, when the trip was planned, I had no idea the Warriors were going to be out there. It just kind of all lined up. So we pulled up, went checked it out. Um. Uh, had a great dinner post game, so it was like we we were celebrating my birthday, celebrating um, Steph uh, breaking that uh, great great record, one that I don't feel like is going to be touched for a thousand years. But it, it was just, it, it was dope to actually be in the building my first time at Madison Square Garden. So shit, I thought that was amazing. Oh, that was your first time. That was my first time at MSG. I've been to Barclays a couple times, but never been to MSG. That's crazy, right? Yeah, no. What did you think of it? Because I I know when I first saw it, it wasn't anything like I thought it was gonna be. Like even yeah. when you walk up on it, like so. What do you What did you think about it? I feel like the energy. I'm, I'm like you. I, I I thought that when I walked in the door, the energy was gonna kind of blow me away, and and it probably uh, on a typical night it would. But I think there was a lot of Warrior fans in the building that day. You know what it I mean? Was all Warrior fans. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so so it, we we didn't. I don't necessarily know if we felt normal Madison Square Garden energy. It was a lot of Doves fans, and um, I think most Knicks fans were like, "Shit." Um, some were probably like, "I want to see the Warriors," but then I think a lot of them were probably like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll stay home. I don't actually want to see him. I don't want to see another record getting broken or another milestone being reached on my home floor." So right. I'll sit. I'll sit this without the Knicks played well that night, though. They, know, they did play up, well. They put, yeah. they put up. A, they put up a fight well into the fourth quarter. But I mean, come on, Steph Curry is just unreal. Unreal, and there. So when I, I was working right in New York. Mm-hmm. So CBS, like uh, we had a show, uh-huh. and when <clears> I found <throat> out that the Warriors were going to play at the Garden, my mom was also there. She came along with me this trip because she hasn't been to New York in years upon years. So. Mm-hmm. Um, she really wanted to go around Christmas time, see all the lights and everything. So when I found out that the Warriors were playing, I was like, oh, I really want to go. I'm going to take my mom. Mm-hmm. And then when it was Steph, you know, breaking the record, making the record, and you know, he's going to continue to make it just like you said, I was like, we really got to see this. So um, it was, it was awesome to see that with my mom, number one. Yeah. Um, but also just to see it, you know, working with the Warriors for so many years and seeing a lot of Steph's career, like, I was one of the first ones to interview him on media day um, mm-hmm. for what I did with the Warriors, like just to see the entire thing and it, 
witness that was amazing. So it was a blessing to see it. Yeah. Just, th- just think about it, though. If Steph plays another, what, six to seven years, I don't know, you know what I mean? That record could get, that record could get so far out of reach. Now, mind you, um, people are taking a lot more attempts. Um, now, I even I heard Draymond talk about this in his, on his podcast, He's talking about how, you know, guys are, you know, shooting a lot more. Everybody can kind of shoot threes right now. So I think I think that'll that'll um, bring guys a lot closer to where he is now. But I don't necessarily know if they're accounting for the next four or five hundred threes. He's probably going to shoot in the future. You know what I'm saying? Agreed. I mean, I I don't have anything else to add to that because I agree with that 100 percent. I think, you know, obviously with increased shooting, people will be closer than they probably would be. Yeah. But yeah. they're not going to come close. Yeah, the best, the best shooter, the best shooter shit anyway is starting to sound. Um, and it's getting to the point where that's that's great and all that, but it's starting to become a tad bit, you know, disrespectful because, uh, well, I wouldn't say disrespectful, but it's starting to. Uh, it, it, we need to put him in that conversation with greatest players of all time because Steph does a lot more than just shoot the ball well. He can get to the basket. He don't get he don't get the foul calls that a lot of uh, other NBA players um, get his, uh, his, I, I wouldn't call Steph a great defender, but he's a, his defense has gotten a lot better. You can tell mm-hmm. he's worked on it. He's built, he, he's built some muscle up. He looks stronger, but when it comes to that shot, he's actually a freak, but I like his ball handle skills as well. You know what I mean? I, I, he, to me, he can get to the rack with the best of them. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Um, yeah. You have to put him in that cup. Like, I think that goes without saying. I don't think anyone will argue that you don't put him in that conversation. Yeah, um, yeah, you got. He's, he's got to. We got to enter him in that into that uh, Michael Jordan, LeBron, uh, Kobe uh, conversation. You know what I mean? He's, he's got to be somewhere. He's, he's especially the way he kind of revolutionized um, the game. So shout out to them guys, man. Shout out to Steph. Shit, that shit was amazing just to watch it was. and witness. Almost missed it because. I, he did it so early in the game. Right at if the beginning. Were, if, if you were I, half an hour late, you missed it. You know yeah. I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. And, and they, even getting into the arena was, was I don't know how, how you felt, but it was difficult to get in there a little bit. I think just because everybody, you know, the time of day that it was, it was on a weekday, you know, everybody trying to get in. Um, so, yeah, you definitely had to come early uh, to make it. They have the most. They have the most. First off, we took a... Uh, we took a uh, uh, Uber over mm-hmm. to the game. That was a bad move because we were staying right there in Times Square. We yeah, should have just walked. walked. For we sure. should have just walked. But yep. we get in. We actually got into an Uber, and it took uh, probably with the traffic. It, it was on the verge of taking about forty-five minutes to get there. So we got towards the end, and we just told the Uber driver to let us out. We'll walk from here. But we, but. Getting in that arena is real. It's interesting. It's like you go through the you, you go through the door. They're checking for COVID. Um, they're checking your uh, vaccine record, whatever. Then you go into another room where the, everybody's like piled up, piled in like cattle. And then there's these two escalators that lead you up. Uh, well, six escalators because we were on like the. Uh, I think we had to go up to get to section 111. We had to go to the sixth floor to get there. However, it was. We were super was close designed. to each other. Huh? We, did, we were super close to each other and we didn't even know it. 
Because I, I was in section like 112, I think. <laughs> oh, we were, we were right there because we, yeah. like we were like one, we were like 111. But we get there and I think we may have entered in the wrong entrance, but it was all kind. And it looks like MSG is under a ton of construction right yes. now or something or they or they've got something going on there. So we finally made it up, just made it in time to catch uh, Steph uh, break the record. And then um, the rest was history. But the vibe was great. I just yeah. I just thought like when I walked in, the energy was going to be similar to like a college game, you know what I mean, where you just feel it. And it was a, it, it was a little it was a little underwhelming or maybe my expectations was a little too high. Well, like you said, it was a unique night because it really felt like a home game in a lot of ways because mm-hmm. literally mm-hmm. anything the Warriors were doing, the whole you know arena was erupting. So just right. with the energy of him breaking the record and everything. So it really did feel like a home game, for real. Yeah, uh, yeah. De- def- definitely, definitely. So getting out was pretty easy. We understood that we had to walk back. <laughs> so uh, we weren't going to wait for an Uber. Now, Uber prices are like, crazy inflated in in new york for some reason i don't know everything is everything is super uh surged but we had a we actually took the uh when i was out there this is the first time we actually took the subway most of the most of the trip you know what i mean yeah i i was a little just with the way covid is and stuff i just i wanted to not be in as many confined spaces as i could be especially with a lot of people so we kind of opted not to, but we walked a lot just be, for the simple fact of what you're talking about is it took a lot longer in a car to get anywhere. So yeah. we actually ended up walking a lot and we stayed right by Central Park. So it was a good location for everything, too. Yeah. So we could do that. But um, yeah, the I, the subway definitely is faster than an Uber. Yeah. Um, I, was, I was I was really impressed. I was really impressed with the subway. Um, it wasn't really crowded, probably for the you know the COVID reason. Some people were staying back home, but I was <clears throat> I was um it's the first time I actually got to tour the city and really hit all the spots that I wanted to hit. And I think without the subway, I don't even know if that's possible. Um, if you're just trying to Uber and, and, and taxi around, it may it get it'll get really pricey. So Very without nice. being w- without using the subway, I don't know how people actually get to see New York. I mean, we had Harlem, uh, the Bronx. All of we, I think we almost hit almost all the boroughs. You know what I mean? Had a uh, a real touristy kind of uh, week, a uh, couple of days. But all in all, I love New York. One of the best cities to me. My probably my number, probably my favorite city now. Yeah, I love New York too. I do, and especially I travel there every month and sometimes mm-hmm. twice a month now. So I'm really getting to know the city better. Oh, really? Yeah, and I really, I really enjoy it a lot. I, I, knew, a lot you were, I knew you were, I knew you were traveling there. I didn't know it was that frequent. Yeah. So we record, we need to talk records every month. Um, Right now it's monthly. And then sometimes it's on, so it's usually on CBS sports network. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes it's also on CBS and that's the months that I go twice a month. So, yeah. I remember remember like um, for the first half, like majority of my life had never been to New York. Then over the last, two to three years, I've probably been like 10 times. So I've been getting it all in one bunch now. You know what I mean? But um, it, it was years before I actually went to New York. And it, it's one of, I love everything about it. I love the energy. When you, as soon as you get off the plane, you feel it. You can tell you somewhere different. You know what I mean? It, it's Absolutely. one of those, it's one of those places that uh, you, it's a little few similarities to uh, San Francisco. You know, there's similar things. So if you, if, so if you, spend any time in San Francisco or you, so you can probably 
maneuver around a little bit better than somebody that's coming from like the, the, the dirty South or something and just pull up to a big city like that. I think we can probably manage a little bit better, but, um, well, and unique. I think, the, I think the vibe of Brooklyn actually has a lot of similarities to Oakland. I'm not saying they're the same mm -hmm. place. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel yeah. like the actual vibe of Brooklyn reminds yeah. me of Oakland a lot. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. But over, overall, man, I had a great time. Like, like always, you know what I mean? So we back to podcasting. What's new for you? What you got going on? Man, well, I'm in Portland right now. So mm -hmm. I flew, uh, since I do work mostly virtual and, you know, I go to New York for the show, but I work mostly virtual. So I'm able to move around and I'm taking advantage of that mm -hmm. right now while I can. So um, I flew back with my mom to Portland. Mm -hmm. I'm from Portland um, and I'm going to be here until Christmas. And so with all your traveling and, and stuff like that, like showing up in New York, showing up in Portland, all these places, are you, are you like dating in these cities? Are you like, do you have certain, do you have certain people that you just like get off the plane and pull up on or you tap in whenever you get it? like, what's going <laughs> like, like what's going on? Or are you all business? Is it just work? You know what I mean? So the first couple times I went to New York, I didn't know what to expect for work. So I was really all about work. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, you just aren't used to the, the pattern. I really fly in. Um, I spend a day working and then I have the next day in studio. So I'm in studio day and then I fly out. So it's really not a lot of time to do anything mm -hmm. um, otherwise. So that's like a little crazy. But it's so I was just about to say before you ask that question that while I'm here in Portland, I'm going to I deleted all my dating apps, but I'm about to jump on because I'm here for what, like 10 days, mm -hmm. I think. And I'm going to jump on Bumble or something like that and see, kind of see, you know, if there's anyone out here, like I might want to catch a date while I'm out here or something. Cause <laughs> I mean, why not? If I have a yeah. little bit of time to explore. Right. But it's, are, are dating apps like mainstream now? Remember, remember it used to kind of be like people would low key do them, you know, get on there and try to, but or it, now it's starting to seem like it's a little mainstream, right? With the pandemic, it, it almost has become a necessity if you're single mm. on a date. Because, well, now it's a little different because things are starting to open back up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Well, with Omicron, I don't know. It might revert back. But um, <laughs> <laughs> everything is going crazy right now with it. But we, um, said that. We, said, we said that with the Delta, though. You know what I mean? We, we did. But I think because this variant is like people can catch it easier. I, there's a lot more people getting tested. There's a lot more people that are getting sick. Um, I'm praying for a friend right now that's in the hospital with it. So I, was I don't that, know. Was that, was that friend, was that, I mean, we can even see that in sports. Was that friend I mean? vac is that friend vaccinated as well? That's in the hospital with it. Um, she was not vaccinated as far as, mm. as far as I know, but I don't, don't quote me on that. But, um, I, I actually try not to dive into the vaccination talk, uh, unless I have to with someone just because it is such a personal thing and it's a personal choice. Um, I don't ever want to impose my views on anyone else, but I don't think, I, I don't think she is vaccinated. Um, yeah. for yeah. um, I disagree with that though. I don't, I don't know. Not, to me, nothing about a, uh, I, I just, I don't know. It's just nothing about a personal, I mean, nothing about a virus that is contagious and it's highly Nothing about that. Nothing about that is personal. I mean, diabetes is personal. Heart disease is personal. 
a virus that spread amongst, you know what I mean? I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know how when people say that I, I can't, I, I've been trying to wrap my head around it, but it just makes no, it makes no sense to me. You know what I mean? When they, But let me clarify. I agree with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I think that vaccines are for the greater good, right? It's not just about me. It's about everybody. Yes, but exactly. At the same time, I'm not going to call up a friend. I, I might say, I think, I think vaccinations are what you should do and give my yeah. point, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to be like, you have to get vaccinated. You must do this and whatever. I, I just don't think that's going to solve anything. Cause at the end of the day, if someone doesn't want to do it, they're not going to do it. Yeah. So I can give you my opinion. I can tell you how I feel all day. And do I think that you should get vaccinated? Yes, I do. <laughs> but yeah. I also can't make you do anything. Yeah. You no, know, I, I I agree with that part when you say um you can't make them you know so I agree with that but it's just the idea that it's a personal um when when the personal choice thing is is kind of is a uh, I don't I don't know and it's usually and it's and it's typically it's typically like um young and healthy people who kind of like take that stance on it as well or. Or, or, or people who think they're in a certain level of help, they kind of take their stance about what, I don't know, man. It's just, I, I just don't, I don't necessarily think something as contagious is a personal thing at all. I think, um, I just and, think it's like, And maybe I need to clarify. I'm not saying that, um, I, per, I think that for the greater good, people, everyone should get it. I think we'd be in a yeah. far different situation if it, it were to happen. Yes. But also, the actual choice of doing it is not mm-hmm. something that I can can make you do. Yeah. Or I, I cannot. That is a personal choice to go get a shot. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so while I think that you should, there's nothing I can do to make you do it. You, 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 not to get too far off track, do you think they're going to shut the country down again? That is so hard for me to answer because on one hand, I'm like, yeah, I, I mean, if we're looking at the reason why they did it before they they should do it again if we're looking at it for that reason right but i just don't know if they will do it for like political reasons and and yeah economical reasons um i just don't think that numbers yeah i don't think i don't think um maybe to some capacity but i don't think they should they should ever go into a full out shutdown again and and the reason i say that is because the numbers in california during this during the because we i think we had the most hardcore shutdown out of everywhere absolutely and, and with that shutdown that we had our numbers were still higher than every our numbers were higher than the places um that never shut our numbers were higher than the places that actually uh never shut down at all so i think that's kind of what um what bothers me about a full uh a full shutdown is I think um like like so many businesses were lost I and know. so many things were lost in California during those shutdowns. And our if if we came out at the end of that saying that okay, yes, we had the lowest numbers and we had the lowest uh number of businesses lost. Well number business comes second to like live. So I would say I would say if we had the the least number of um uh, deaths and hospitalizations and all that type of stuff, then I would say, yeah, this shutdown, you know, actually works. But 
I don't see where the the, the shutdown only just I, it, I don't see where it helped um, California, for instance, con- considering places that didn't shut down at all, you know, had uh, either the, either the same numbers or less. You know what I mean? But I also don't know what the numbers would look like if we hadn't shut down. Like, so, and we can't say we can't say that because we can't go back and test it, nor would we want to. But we don't yeah. know what those numbers would be like. Like, maybe they would they would have doubled if we didn't. So we, I, I, and that's just a total just throwing out a number, not anything yeah. scientific. But we we don't know what would have happened. So, yeah. um, I would just hope that everybody would just keep their masks on and keep the social. If everyone would adhere to that, I think that would help the numbers immensely. Right. So, um, but again, people's personal choice, they, they'll choose what they want to do over the greater good for everybody. So. Um, did you take a, did you take a booster or no? I did. You did. I did. Okay. I absolutely did. And I did the whole mixing of the boosters because they say that okay. that's better and all that kind of stuff. And, I personally felt fine. So, yeah. I mean, my arm hurt. My arm did hurt, but right. otherwise, like, I felt fine. So. I have a I have a booster scheduled for, like, um, the 27th. I think that was the fastest I could get it done or something mm-hmm. like that. I made an appointment. The 27th was all I had available. So, um, it's like, looked like two days after Christmas, I'll go get it done. But. Yeah. I'm definitely, I'm definitely gonna, you know, gonna, 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 gonna get that. So back to what we were saying, we were talking about dating before we got off track. Talking mm-hmm. about COVID, it seemed like we can't get through an episode without <laughs> talking about COVID. <laughs> well, unfortunately, it's still like this huge. I mean, it's huge. Like people are filling up the hospitals again. So how can we not talk about it? You know. Yeah. So. That's true. But going back to what we were talking about, I am trying to when I'm traveling and stuff, branch out, try to meet more people in the safest way possible, which is Mm -hmm. also a thing. Um, Because while I have professional goals, I also have personal goals and I can't, I mean, unless God sends somebody to my house, like the UPS man, you know, if he send me someone, (laughs) you know, somebody to my house, then we fall in love. Um, I have to meet them somehow. So I'm trying to move my feet. And do my part uh, to be in the places where I need to be to meet somebody. Um, and it's frustrating and it's hard because <laughs> dating apps are hard. There's a whole nother level of when you're trying to meet somebody, like, is this really the person I'm talking to on here? Yeah. People yeah. will do the whole catfish thing or whatever. That happens in my DMs a lot. Like, um, there's this one particular guy who we actually went out on a date a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, life happened in between and now he says he's single again, but while we're talking, I'm like, how do I know this is him? Right. Yeah. Um, so I actually asked him, I was like, send me a video. So I know it's you. And yeah. he, I, you know, cause you, you have to test. I don't, you just never know. Somebody could be playing with their phone, take, took over their IG, whatever the case may be. And For he sure. won't send it to me. So I stopped communicating because it could, that could be his girl that he's not talking about. That could be somebody who just tapped into his phone, anybody. For and sure. so I just completely stopped talking, but you have that layer. That's crazy. Um, and then you have, and this happens so much on dating apps, ghosting, like, uh-huh. and ghosting, in my opinion, is the lowest form of anything that you could do to somebody because there's no explanation. Like you're not, 
you're not telling people like why for me, I'm a pretty straight up person. I think anybody who listens to this podcast can tell that. So I'd rather you just say, you know what? I'm just not interested or, Hey, I reconnected with somebody or I met somebody else on the app that I grow with. I'd so much rather somebody say that than after you develop this connection and you're going to meet and you do all this, somebody just falls off the face of the earth. That's terrible. (laughs) Like just give anybody who's going to go somebody out there, just give somebody an explanation so that they can at least know what's happening. So, so, so what, what, um, Ghosting. So like, is this happening like a week, two weeks into, is this, a, is this like a year thing that somebody is, um, like, wh- like what, at what point in the, in the, um, whatever you call it, um, not necessarily a relationship yet. Right. But what, what point is, is like this, like majority of the time happening? Is it, does it vary? Like, you know what I mean? So I've had it happen on many different levels. Um, mm-hmm. I'll give you some examples. So there was one um, individual that I had been actually talking to over the years, but it just never was really right for us to actually explore a relationship. And we decided to explore this one time. It just felt right, you know, like both single, both this, you know, all of that. And um, so we did, and we met up a couple of times, had great dates. You know, we had had an invested time in each other, right? Yeah. Um, and he got overwhelmed and I think it just became too real for him. He ghosted me like straight up. But then I've also had many conversations with someone that I met online and we were going to meet up or we did meet a couple times and then they ghosted as well, just out of the blue. And for me, if you're just having a couple conversations with somebody, just like, Hey, my name is Alicia. What's your name? What do you do? And then they stop talking to me. That's not really ghosting because you haven't developed like a connection. But once you develop a connection with someone, you're having deep conversation, you're meeting up, you're FaceTiming, you're actually like developing something and someone doesn't give an explanation as to why that's different. That is ghosting to me yeah so i i I always like um i like sort of a different perspective on it It, it's when to me it's like that sounds like a problem once you once you you know invested in into into the relationship so for however long that takes whether it's a you know, whatever, Every everybody moves at a different pace. So, you know, six months to a year, you've invested a lot of time, energy, money, um, uh, all that stuff, all those things. And then somebody just kind of falls off the, you know, face of the planet. Um, the other, the other flip side of, of that argument is I look at a lot of times, you know, people don't, um, how can I put this? When somebody shows you who they are, that's actually to your benefit, in my opinion. You know what I mean? And so, although like we think it's like you would think it would be like a courtesy to have like a reasoning or understanding of why somebody did a certain things or or the or the words we use like closure and things like that nature. So so it's, so it don't uh, kind of like wreck your brain. But wouldn't you prefer? Um, to find out because somebody could actually just disappear three years in, you know what I mean? Or or two years in after you really 
you know what I mean, invested. So if you've been if you've been talking to somebody like a month, two months, and then they disappear off the face of the planet, it, it, I, at that time I'm kind of like, you know what? Thank you for like I don't even thank you for showing me who you were a little bit earlier, so I can and you just saved me probably three to four years of being invested in somebody that was obviously flaky from the beginning, right? I totally agree with you because at the end of the day, ghosting is a decision, a decision Mm -hmm. to drop you (laughs) and not contact you, care about you, check on you or anything. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. However, at the same time, when you are developing a connection with somebody and you're talking the, you know, when you, when you talk in the way you talk, like you're talking forward, you're getting to somebody and, and you're, going in one direction, especially when you're older, it's like, we don't have time for games. You know what I mean? Like we don't have time for this. Like we just need to know if we're compatible, if we like each other start building and let's go. That's just how I feel. Like I don't, I don't really have time to, to, to waste two or three years of games. Like I don't have any of that time. Like we just need to get the ball rolling and let's go. Yeah. We're, we're old enough to have the courtesy to be honest with one another. And so when you just fall off the face of the earth, even though it is a decision, the other person is always thinking of like, well, what if it was this? What if it was this? What if it was this? You know what I'm saying? I I tell you, I I tell you this all the time, Alicia. I tell you this all the time that um, you got such a good heart and a good perspective that it's almost like in a perfect world, like everybody will do all these things. And, and sorry about that. It's okay. In a perfect world, everybody will do all these things. You know, the right thing. The problem is no matter 70% of the people are going to do the wrong things. They're not going to be considerate. They're not going to be, you know what I mean? They're not going to be all these things. So I think, um, there's like a, a preventative maintenance in a, um, a a protecting yourself kind of mindset that you kind of have to take into these, you know, situations, especially now I'm only saying when it's early, right? I think, I think you go into these things like, you know what, although I may be building a connection, I can only speak for myself. I don't necessarily know if the person sitting across from me, is building the same because the reason I say this is because there's so many reasons. Even when you say it gets when it gets real, you could be you could be dating somebody that's got a girlfriend, could be married, could be hiding something, could be hiding something from you, right? And so nine times out of ten, some people are doing things just for uh, ego stroke and entertainment and just to kind of whatever they're using you for some type of therapy for whatever it is they're going through. And then when shit starts getting real. They're like, hold up, let me go ahead and back away from this situation um, as quick as I can back uh, up from it. Then you also have people that may just meet somebody else and get and fall so head over heels for that person. They're so inconsiderate. They don't even care how you feel. But you're going to have all these types of people. You see what I'm saying? And I totally agree. And so far, those are the types of people that I have ran into and I have yeah. interacted with. Yeah. But I would be lying if I said that it didn't hurt. And I would be lying yeah. if I said that um, it it didn't make sense to me. It, it doesn't yeah. make sense. Yeah. Like, 
if we would just be all, and I know this isn't how we're built and I know that's not where we're at, Mm -hmm. but if we would just be all more honest with each other, it would help on so many levels. I would so much rather somebody say to me, you know what? I literally met somebody else and we just connected on a whole nother level. You cool. Like I, you know, I appreciate our time or whatever. Would that hurt too? A little? Yeah, of course. I mean, listen, like when you connect with somebody, it's always a letdown when it doesn't come to fruition, but I get you. I get you. But people, people don't, people, they're not like that. I know they don't give a shit how you feel. I I know. know I mean, they don't, they don't, they don't, don't, it's it's self-preservation. It's all about, and then because the reason why I say you have to protect yourself in these situations is because there's other people that may be like, they may give you a reason and the reason could be total bullshit, right? So you you like you you never if you get that closure, it'll give you some peace of mind. But what are you gonna listen to their reason and be like, oh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to what you just said and I'll take that advice into the next relationship and I'll fix myself. Like, are you gonna, you know what I'm saying? Like their their reasoning, their reasoning at that point is is invalid because it's more just like a courtesy as we're talking about, right? It's just more kind of just be courteous and so you know, but it shouldn't but, be a courteous. It shouldn't be a courtesy. It should be. This is just how I'm going to conduct myself when I'm dating. Like, just be on. I don't know. I just. I know that I have an unrealistic view of how it should be, but it doesn't make it any less of a reason that it should be that. Do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I know. What, I don't, don't want to let these people who aren't honest and people who. Um, will just like drop you in a second, harden who I am and, yeah. and who I want to be in a dating relationship. Yeah. Like I, I know what I want and I will date until I get it. And if I don't get it, I will be with Alicia J <laughs> yeah. and, you know, and I would be lying if it's not fresh. If I said it wasn't frustrating, I would be lying if I said that it doesn't hurt. But at the end of the day, I know who I am. I know my worth. And I know that ghosting is terrible and it sucks. I'm yeah. not going to do is there, it. Is there, is there a little bit of ego um, bruising a little bit in there too? It, it, it's, because be, be, at, at all, because is it is it kind of like, damn, like I'm a, I'm Alicia J. Nobody do this shit to me. Like you need to give me an explanation. Why are you, I, I'm going oh. I'm to do, do the ghosting. Not, is it a little bit of like, or, or is it just flat out? Because sometimes I'll be like, man, they just did you a favor for real. You know and what I'm saying? I, Brownie, I don't disagree with that. I don't. But I just think that it would help to know the reason why for me, just the way that I'm yeah. built. I, just the way that I'm built, I just wonder, like, what was it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm okay. I'm okay with you being gone. Like I just said, ghosting is a decision. But like, what was the reason? I would like to know. And I think that a lot of women would like to know. But, the, but, but yeah, but the reason like nine times out of 10, they're not going to be straight up with them. You're going to get the old school. It's not you. It's me. Um, it's like, like, like when have people ever been truthful about what they're, you know, you know what I'm saying? And then whatever the reason is, if you really like this person, would that, would the reason make you feel that much better? If you, if you invested, I know a lot of, I know a lot of guys had this conversation too. And I hear it. I, I see it on social media a lot. Um, I got a friend that always posts about um, serial, uh, serial uh, dinner, uh, women that go out on guys for, for food and dinners and shit like that. 
And so um, they have no intentions of like uh, even calling them the next day or doing anything like that. They just want something to eat. That's the crazy. If women are really doing that, that's probably like brownie. That, that, that's that's like the lowest shit ever. You know what I mean? Brownie, I, I love me some food, but I will also buy my own meals. I don't need to go out on a date for food. <laughs> I really don't. If yeah. I'm going out, I, I don't have time to go out on a date for food. I don't. Sure. I want to sure. build something with somebody. So, and I'm not saying you find that out on the first date or whatever, but I'm only going to go out if I'm interested, if it looks like we may have a connection, if we've had good yeah. conversation, yeah. I'm not going to go out just for a meal. I don't like, I don't, I will go out and buy my own meal and, and eat it. And I just, <laughs> I just think, I just, I just think, uh, um, since since the uh since the emergence of like social media, everything's been cut in half, relationships been cut in half. Um, everybody has like a, I keep saying this, I be, I feel like the microwave is the worst um uh thing that could ever been placed in a in in in, a, in our households because it's like our patients left when that entered and and I'm blaming the microwave for it. Cause like I say, you can't even People putting stuff in the microwave for two minutes now and they're opening the door a minute in. You know what I mean? They, they can't even two minutes is long enough, too long now. So we live in such a, you know, such a fast paced um, with everything. Nobody has the attention span. Nobody has like um, uh, nobody can commit to anything. Everything is changing. I think a lot of it has to do with um, constant uh, images that we constantly see, you know, on social media and ideas that. Because it's like if there was a time where um, to even meet somebody, you had to get dressed, you had to go out, um, you had to be, you, you had to literally talk to somebody, ask them for their phone number. Mm-hmm. Well, now it'd be like, whoa, I just met Alicia J. She's tall, she's pretty. I'm gonna get her like, whoa, whoa, I got her number. We're talking on social media, whatever. We DMing each other. Then you go home from a great date. You have a great date with that person. You go home, it's been amazing, right? Then they just, you're at your place, they're at their place, they pick up their phone and they start scrolling. You're like, oh, whoa, whoa. Yeah, Alicia J was, you know, she was the shit, but 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 look at Carly J over here. You know what I'm saying? She's got, so it's like. <laughs> Not people, Carly J, though. <laughs> whatever. <yeah. laughs> well, well, people people's attention just shifts that fast, right? Absolutely. And so, and so it goes like this. It goes like this. Okay, although that was a great vibe. With it, with it, that was a great vibe with Alicia, and I want to build. I just, I just sent this like uh, mystery DM over to this other person. I'm not even expecting this other person to respond, but she fucking responded, right? Mm-hmm. And now my attention went from 100 percent Alicia to now like 60 percent Alicia, now 40 percent, and now I'm distracted when there was a time where that wasn't even possible. You know what I'm saying? It was, it just wasn't even possible. It was until the next night out at the club that you were going to actually meet another another person. So I think all these distractions and then and then on top of that, people are lying about who they are. Yeah. So the, the well, longer you date somebody, the closer you're getting to finding out who they actually are. So it just makes the whole dating scene. It makes it a mess. It does. Well, and in addition to that, the whole getting to know each other thing has kind of gone away completely because. Well, yeah, because of social media too. Now I share my story on social media because I want to inspire other people that have been bullied. um, 
don't get to be who they are, you know, who don't get to stand tall in who they are. So I'm, I'm yeah. pretty transparent on my social media. Yeah. I feel like that's what I am called to do. However, um, it kind of shoots me in my foot too, when it comes to dating, yeah. because before we even go out on the date, they've combed through every social media post, yeah. you know, all about me and already yeah. have made an assumption on who I am based on something that I may have said three years ago. You know yeah. what I mean? So that whole thing has gone away too. Like I am a firm believer in courting. I yeah. think courting, um, I don't even really, I've been saying dating this whole time, but really I want to be courted. I don't even want to date. Yeah. And that has totally gone out the window. <laughs> like yeah. people don't what even I, get that anymore. Yeah, what I, and what so, I notice women have a tendency to do nowadays is um, they want to, when, when things are bottling up, they want to express them. So a lot of single women go to social media and they post, they post 35 to 40 quotes you know, a day, you know what I mean? About whatever the, whatever it is they're going through. Sometimes I wonder like, but from, from the outside looking in, when they do that, it literally scares the shit out of people. They literally look at like, like, dude, like you, you 100% unstable. Like, why would I get involved with you? You're crazy from day to day. It's like, it's not, nobody is reading those quotes saying, oh, she hella dope. Let me lock in with her. Let me, nobody is reading that for that. (laughs) Huh? <laughs> I think there's some funny quotes out there. I'll be putting funny quotes up because I have to laugh through this. <laughs> like there's some funny quotes, but don't be the don't, but don't be but don't be the person uh when there's 75 quotes about <laughs> about relationship and you don't know where this information is coming from. You know what I mean? I you don't agree. know who you don't know who the source is behind you know this shit. Over time you start to sound like a broken record. You start to look thirsty. You start to look like uh, um, there's something wrong with you because the thing that goes to my mind, I'd be like, man, will somebody freaking date her so she can stop posting shit about uh, being single? <laughs> like, let me hook you up. With well, give me an I mean, example. And I'm not saying, and I'm not saying you do that. I'm just saying. That no, 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 no. I didn't think that. But give me an example of like one of those quotes like what are you what are you saying like what single quotes are you referring to uh let's see off the top of the head let's see if i can remember one um just don't depend on someone else for your happiness make yourself happy first and blah 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 but or, honestly is that not true though <laughs> that is true actually i had a okay. conversation with a friend that is very true but it's but it was true the first time you posted it not the 75th time she posted it right i mean and she's so, still on the path she's still <laughs> she's still on the path brownie like let let her express herself you know what i'm saying <laughs> like, uh, look and look and look and look and there's and there's other one there's all to protect my energy i'm enjoying my space well energy just, and all that that's a whole nother conversation it's just it's just it just becomes like monotonous and i think it gives off the opposite of what you're trying to whatever reaction that you and it could be it could be you just like reading some dope shit and you just can't uh every i don't believe that everything somebody posts it has to actually do with their current situation like sometimes i'll be saying some funny shit and i'll be like i really want to share that to make other people laugh but then i'm gonna get the dms from everybody say hey man is everything okay bro Oh yeah. Are you you good, dog? And I don't want to. That that's what I don't be wanting to deal with. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right. So I just hold off on that one. I'll send it privately to a few friends. 
Right. Every single time I post anything about being single, I get yeah. the girl, it's going to be all right. Like, da, 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 da. And it's like, no, I'm actually laughing through yeah. this. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, I am okay by myself, but I do want to grow and build with somebody. I really do. I yeah, want but, that in my life. Yeah, but, but isn't there like, you know, a lot of times we talk about the, 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 the guys you like, the ones that you decided to go forward and give a shot with and didn't work out. But then it's probably like 15 other guys in a bucket over here with their hands raised and shit, like trying to, and you're just like, well, you know, you're, nah, you know what I mean? And you're kind of like, like, is it, how do you know there's not a, there's not one in that pool of guys that you decided to discard, take the rapper off, throw the rapper out and not really deal. There's gotta be, one or two of those guys that you just haven't given an opportunity because, A, he may not check off one or two of the things on your Do you even have a list? I mean, I have a, a list of, mm-hmm. like, for example, the person that I'm with, I want them to have a relationship with God. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm not saying okay. I want them to be religious. That's fair. I actually believe in relationship over religion. But I want them to have a relationship with God because we cannot build together if we don't have that foundation and that's, that's fair. That, to me, that's my non-negotiable. That's fair. That's, that's fair. Well, all right. Well, I mean, that's, that's really, that's the non-negotiable. I'm serious. Do you like, them, do you like, them, like, do you like them short? Do you like I just them went out on a date with a guy who was five, eight. That's very, that's very impressive. Be, but I'm considering just saying, you, like, considering you're how tall? Six, six. Six, six. And he's five, eight. And I wore my heels on the date, so I was taller. How'd that work out? (laughs) I mean, he didn't care. Like, there was another reason why we didn't move forward. But, like, to me, I I give people a chance until they show me that they're not the one for me. Mm. Mm. And But I can't say I was always like that. I evolved into that. I was not always like that. (laughs) I, I had a long list from here to that wall. But... But as I have evolved and seen what is really important in a partner, like I give people chances, but it it's unfortunately in this dating pool, it shows up really quick. Why someone wouldn't like that particular person talked about doing a whole bunch of drugs right before the date, like right before we went out on the date. Oh shit. Yeah. And for that's me, a, personally, that, was a, that was a healthy scratch. Like how can I move forward when, like for me personally, I come from a family of addicts. And so I don't even drink. I've never done a drug in my life. Like, and that's not to say that I'm better than him, but it just doesn't fit my lifestyle. Like I can't, like if somebody's just casually drinking, that's one thing. But if you're saying you dropping this and you dropping that and you doing, and you microdosing this and you doing that, I was just like, Whoa, like that. I just, I can't do that because I'm for me, like, I know I have that gene in my body of being yeah. an addict. And so I just don't want that to be in my space continually like that. Yeah. That sounds like somebody that's good. Have, yeah, that's a healthy scratch anyway. Yeah. Like, like I said, it's not, like you're not going to, you're not going to take on that issue. I can see if you were yeah. dealing with somebody and they develop those issues, but you're not going to just take on. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to take on, but I feel like, like, honestly, um, and it doesn't matter. Beautiful, not beautiful, successful, not successful. The pool, for um the pool of men for women these days is very it's very you know slim especially 
the 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 type of men that you know women generally want. There's like it's literally ten to one right now. You know what I mean? Absolutely. If you look at if you look at the numbers, the average the average salary for like a um, what I mean, I'm assuming you could be open to any type of man. I'm not saying black white matters, uh, uh, Asian. Uh, not saying that matters, but I'll just speak for the for black. So the average black man's salary, I think, is somewhere around forty four, forty five thousand dollars a year. That's the average. That's the average salary. But that average makes up about seventy or more percent, right? So then, so then you got, so now you got hundred percent of the women fighting for the top thirty percent, and those are the top earners. So those are the guys making over hundred thousand, whatever, uh, whatever that, whatever that number is, mm-hmm. right? And so, I haven't even factored in the the number of, of black, of course, the number of black men that over uh, that overrepresent in the being incarcerated in the prison system. Um, I, then we got to look at the number of black men that are actually gay. Then we got to look at the, the number of black men actually married. That pool is not very it, small. It's not. It's not. It's not really that big. You understand not. what I'm saying? But, but there are, it's a, there's a larger number of these guys making about 45 to $50,000 a year, somewhere in there. Um, uh, you might be, maybe in that area. And I'm not saying that, uh, status or money is something that you're looking for, but those guys by the numbers, and I'm just going out the numbers tend to be, um, less desirable. You know, uh, for women like the bus drivers are getting overlooked. Bus drivers make really damn good money. You know, I was going to say they make good money. I make them good money. Have a pension. They got a good like. They got good benefits. Like, don't play. I got a friend that's. I got a friend that's a Bart operator. I got a friend that's a Bart operator, and he works for Bart, killing it right now. But I'm here. Women are still chasing the uh, the you know the professional or the you know or the athlete or the things of that nature. The things they absolutely know can come in right now and impact and change their lives. So I just think there's a large pool of candidates out there. And I think I just, and I'm not saying with you per se, I'm just saying, I think there's a lot of women yeah. ignoring these other candidates. And I think um, that's kind of part of, cause the pool is really, it's, it's light, it's slim. You know what it I mean? Is. Um, well, and then if I'm just going to take myself as an example, and I'm sure there's a lot of women out there that can relate. A lot of men are intimidated by me because of my height because I do make a good amount of money because I do have like, I guess like a front facing type of job and, and, and type, you know, like I'm kind of out there a little bit. So that intimidation factor is already there as well that I, and and it's like, if you're intimidated by me, I certainly can't be with you (laughs) because that's, that's not something I'm going to battle within a relationship. That's not a, a relationship to have. So you have is that. It, I hear a lot of women say that. Is it intimidation, you think? Or is it like, yeah, um, it's just, or is it just like the man wanting to feel alpha, wanting to be, you know what I mean? The the front runner, the uh, the provider, the, you know what I mean? Is it, I, it, is it, I think it's difficult for some men to just take a backseat. Yeah, um, but that's a confidence issue though. Because, because for me, if, if you have that way of thinking, um, a relationship has its ebbs, its flows, its ups and downs. You you might be advancing while I'm not, you know, and vice versa. 
So mm. you can't ever think that way in a relationship because things are ever changing. Yeah. So you have to be solid and just like loving yeah. that person and wanting to support everything they do because I'm going to do that back for you. Yeah. So if you have that going into it, I don't know what we can build or do together because yeah. we're always going to change and grow and be different. Yeah. Um, but if you make the if you make the most money and then you're dealing with a guy that makes less than you, does less than you, what happens if he enters the relationship like looking to use your money? To use me? That's a different. No, not, not not use you, but you make the most money. So what if he comes and you guys are at dinner? The bill came and he's he's sitting back looking for you to looking for you to pay because you make the most money. Like what most men do. If most men, if they make the most money. Or period, they men just end up taking care of all the little things. But well, what if he, what if he sits back when the bill comes and he just like expects you to do everything because you're uh, if you're you in the process, all the money. yeah. But sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you. But if you're no, in the look. process of building something, if you are ambitious about something, if you are trying to get something, if you are going after something and you don't have it, I got you. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. we're gonna get that together eventually. Like. Yeah. But if you're just using me or sitting back and like, oh, she my money bag, like she, she my sugar <laughs> mama. Nah, that's not that's yeah. not where it's at. <laughs> like, I think I think I think, I, I think we got. I think um, I just uh, it'd be nice if people would get back to the core things. You know what I mean? If they would get back mm-hmm. to like uh, real compatibility, energy, and, and like it'd be nice if we could put the superficial shit on the back burner. Like you know what I mean? What? How many times do you go to? Uh, you know how many times do you? Go to brunch with your girlfriends and 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 swallow fifteen bottomless mimosas or whatever at happy hour, and then she asks you, uh, "What's going on? What's uh, tell me about the new guy you're dating?" And then um, it's all the conversation that started. Well, well, tell me about, and it started with his occupation or what he does for a living. You know what I mean? And then goes from there. I wish people would. I wish people would get back to like um, the actual. Uh, core energy, the chemistry of things. You know what I'm saying? To where it's like, it's like just get to know the person per se, and putting the superficial shit on the back burner temporarily. I mean, all that's going to be factored in. But I just think too many men are going into relationships based on um, the visual part, um, uh, picking, uh, going on dates based on that, and then I think too many women are are falling for like status and all these uh, auxiliary things that won't sustain a long relationship. Like, but the chemistry and, and the compatibility, because all the other shit you'll get tired of. If he makes $300,000, if he makes three to $400,000 a year or a million dollars a year or a kajillion dollars, whatever it is, at some point you'll get used to that. You'll get used to that lifestyle. Right. And it'll become your new normal. Right. Um, it just goes back to a conversation I was listening on, uh, listening to on on um, Draymond's podcast when he was talking about a guy approached him and said, "Oh, you make um, you should be why are you guys why are you guys complaining? You make all this money." And his I response is like, "You know, well, well, you know, your problems are your problems, and my problems are still my problems." And I felt that, like I really felt that. I actually posted that on my story, and I was like, um, just because you know what I mean, you got a certain amount of money, don't mean you actually doing cartwheels in the morning. Like people get used to that's their new normal, and so I just don't feel like those things are sustain you. I don't feel like a woman with a fat ass and big breasts and a beautiful face 
that's all great as icing on the cake, but Beyonce got cheated on. You know what I'm saying? Like these things, those things will not sustain you long term. Those things are fun. They're exciting. They're like they make you gravitate towards each other. And I and I'm honestly, I believe that you got to have something going on for yourself. I believe you got to be physically attracted to someone. But yeah. I just think I just think we're leading with that shit way more than we have to or we should be. And I think that's causing a lot of the issues in the in the um, in the relationship world. I think that's causing a lot of issues in the dating world. I think if people would just sit down and like focus on the important shit, I think a lot of red. I think I think a lot of red flags will pop will pop up. You will be focused on those more because a guy could be so attracted to a woman that she just told him in a conversation that she couldn't read and he didn't even hear it. Right, he's not even paying attention because he don't even care, right? But it ain't till they in a until they in a serious relationship and he's tired of her, and then they go to they go to fill out some paperwork. Then he finds out she can't read or some shit. Now he like irritated that she was she was trying to tell you that, but you were just and that's a wild analogy. But I was going to say because we don't know why she can't read, Brownie. Like no, I'm just saying it's a wild analogy. But what I'm saying is, I I say that to say. <laughs> Find out as much as you can find out about the person, the core of the person, the, the real like the, the shit that's going to sustain you, not just, oh, she 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 fine or nah, he got a great job. He played for whatever or he like, like all, all that shit like will not sustain you long term. Brownie, at the end of the day, would I like to have financial stability with my partner? Absolutely. Yeah. Would I like for him to look the way that I, the exact way that I'm attracted to. Absolutely. Yes. So all of those things. I'd be lying if, if I said that that wasn't the case, but also at the end of the day, like you just said, none of those matter. It's about combat- compatibility. It's about love. It's about the person you're going to spend your life with the person yeah. that's going to pick you up when you're down, the uh. person that is going to take care of you and you will take care of them. Like yeah. it's about that love and that sustaining love that matters. And that's yeah. what I want. And that's what I'm looking for. And for me, you know, I've dated all types of people and I'm still dating all types of people. Yeah. I'm talking about people who are millionaires to people who make that $34,000, whatever the, the salary you said. And mm. at the end of the day, nothing has worked so far, but mm. I'll tell you one thing the money and the way somebody looks hasn't been something that would make it be sustainable without the love and the relationship that you really need at the core of things. Yeah. I got you. That is not good. Those things alone do not sustain the relationship that I want and the relationship that I'm looking for. Like, I want, I want, yes, but do they sustain it? No, I 100% agree with you because I just know that over time, you know, that you get used to, you get used to a lot of shit. And, but if somebody is, uh, if someone stimulates you mentally, I think those are the things that will sustain you a lot longer than any, than anything else. Someone could get in a car accident and be paralyzed from the waist down. Are you going to leave them because of that? You know what I mean? Somebody can go, Somebody can, you know, end up blind or end up all these different things. And so you have to consider those things when all you have is superficial shit, Um, when all you have is superficial stuff. So I think 
it's important to uh just I don't know. I think people got to get back to tapping into the to the core shit. But but also let me let me ask this though, Brownie. Don't you think that people are afraid of that realness now because we're so not not me personally, but but I would say society is so wrapped up in what they think a relationship should look like or the glamorous relationships that we see in social media that when something real comes along, it's like, you don't, you don't even know how to act. <laughs> like you don't even know yeah. what to do with it. True. Um, I, I, I think the only way this is, I, I, I literally think the only way this can, this can work. The only way the, the, the number one, and there's, and there's success, there's some success rates, but we don't know. We don't know. Like you can see somebody that looks like they're in a perfect situation today, and you be like, "Oh, they met someone." But it's almost like uh, the vaccination. We don't know enough about it. We have to see over time if this is the thing. And I think what people have to do is when you meet somebody that you're really into. I, I think the first six months or a year, both people should completely disconnect from the internet. Like both people just, should, if you're seriously looking for a partner, I think that should be a prerequisite. I think people should start locking in with, because it's just, as human beings, we've have shown that we just don't have the ability to do it. Social media is controlling the way we maneuver in this new world. And I think, if you really are trying to find somebody and get serious about somebody, I think you go on a date. I think that, and I think you say during this first six months, because dating is a priority and the internet is not, unless I'm running my business, about to run a business, I'm going to go on just, and just do just that. But I'm not going to be scrolling. I'm not going to be tapping in. I'm not going to be answering DMs. I think you got to completely disconnect from the internet for the first six months. And I think you'll start to see some of the resemblance of what dating used to be like. And I think you'll have both people locked in without the distractions. And I think what's going on here in the dating world today is all about the fucking distractions. What's going on in the marriages today is all about the fucking distractions. It's all about access. It's all about, it's all about, it's all about soon as you get into a situation, you just did. Yeah. Right. You just yeah. you just did. But I would also just say people need to get their strength up. Like, I know it's hard to do in a society like this, but if you build this like synthetic first six months and then you throw all these other factors into it, like that doesn't make sense. You have to build and grow with someone in the environment that unfortunately we're in. Yeah. Like, true. so so just from the beginning, if you want to be serious with someone and you want to find someone and you want to actually invest in someone and be with somebody and grow in love with somebody, you have to make that a goal and a priority. Like, yeah, true, true. But I just gave you not the following point. that thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, just it, focus on, on what you want to focus on and who you want to focus on and who you want to be with. Yes. There are really good yeah. men out there. There are really good women out there. We are out here. But it's just hard to find each other in all of this madness. Like, yes, and there's it, you want yeah, to go after it. Yes, and there's a certain level of uh, 
um, discipline that comes with that. And there's a so hard. Like I said, so now that just get that just made it thicker. A, a lot the things that you got to kind of try to sift through even worse. So now you not you got to find somebody that's not married. You got to find somebody that's not in jail. Somebody that's not gay. Somebody that's making um, a fair salary. Then you also got. He also has to be able to connect with you, and he also has to be able to disconnect from social media during that time, or know how to maneuver both. It's, it's just a, it's, a, it's, it's it, I can understand why it's challenging at this point. It's incredibly challenging, and I I'm not understand. gonna give up. But I'm also like gonna be realistic about the situation, and just you know, I'm gonna move and and do what I can to make it happen. But if it doesn't, I still have to be happy, and I still have to be me. How about how about how about we revisit this on our next episode, right? And then how about we get some input, you know, from the listeners? You know, we 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 put a post up. We we can call it help Alicia. You think is that good or no? Um, I'll let I, you title it. I, I don't know. <laughs> like, um, I think give advice to everybody because it's not just me. There's so many people out there. But hey, you listen. Okay. I'll take I'll take all the advice I can get. The good no, advice. so let's so, so what good, we do is advice. so what we do is yeah we have we have we have the listeners send over emails send over inboxes and we'll read those um, on the next on the next show we'll start to spread some good energy and some positive reinforcements on how we can yes fix the dating game in in America right I like that positive reinforcement thing and please don't blame <laughs> it all on the women let me just give some guidelines don't blame it all on the women because there's two sides to this story yeah okay. Don't ask me if I'm trying. I'm out here trying. Single people yeah. are out there trying. Don't ask us. Yeah. Um, and give good construct. What'd you call it? Constructive, positive feedback. Uh, what'd you say? What it- positive reinforcements. Yes. And all, all that, all that type of stuff. And um, because it's gonna take a collective effort to change these things. And because times have changed. So I, I don't think I, I I I think what's happening here is um the younger people are going straight into dating apps and they can, they can adjust to the way things are because they were like born in the, in this, mm-hmm. in the, in this era. But people that have experienced both uh, pre uh, social media and, you know what I mean? Uh, during and having experienced post yet, cause I don't think it's going to go nowhere, but I think it's becoming challenging and, and they haven't necessarily, I think people are bringing old tactics into a new game. And I think uh, the adjustment has to be kind of kind of made because um, you know people say like chivalry is dead and things of that nature, and uh, though it might be that might be true, there might be a, just a different style of it now. You know what I mean? And I don't know, maybe people aren't just aren't making the adjustment, or we have to uh, look at relationships now as like increment, incre- like incremental things. Like, all right, this is one year. Are you a one-year guy or a one-year girl? You're a five-year guy? Like, just, I don't know, because everything just seems so short-lived and different now. You know what I mean? Well, I honestly don't think that a lot of people know what it is like anymore. Like, don't even know, like, opening a door for somebody. Like, yeah. been, like past, like, I would say my generation or whatever, people are like, what? You got to do what? Or, you know, I don't know. I just... And not, not that that's all about shiver, like there's so much to it, but I don't know. I'll just say this about dating apps though. I would never have gone on one if it wasn't for the pandemic. Yeah. Cause I, I don't, 
I want to meet someone organically and not that that isn't organic, but it just yeah. feels so not right to me in yeah. my soul. Um, yeah. But it's, it's one of the only ways to meet people right now. Yeah. Way yeah. that are. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, um, women are um, so used to doors not being open that it's even like they're getting to the door before you get a chance to now. We got to open it for ourselves. What are we supposed to do? Just stand in front of it? Like, (laughs) we got to open it. What am I supposed to do? Oh, that's another thing, Brownie, you just brought up. I hate when people, well, she's independent. What am I supposed to do? Sit in the middle of the street with no clothes on, no food or whatever until somebody comes save me? No. Well, baby, well, baby, well, baby, well, maybe y'all should stop promoting this independent thing. You know what I mean? Because a, 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 a dude might just approach the situation and be like, nah, she got it. Remember what she posted yesterday? I I I got it. I do it myself. I don't need, But it's I don't not need even no about the post. People see me walk down the street <laughs> talking about, oh, she too independent. What am I supposed to do? Just wait for you to pick me up and take me everywhere? Come on now. Uh, oh, so what we're saying is there's there's so there's gender roles now, right? So there's so uh Women need to be women and men need to be men. So when you say that, that's like gender role. That's the gender role conversation, right? But it's not even about gender roles. What I'm saying is, is I am a single woman that mm-hmm. has to feed herself, clothe herself, yeah. um, m- make car payments, make house payments, buy a house, do all that stuff because I am by myself. So if that's independent, like, okay, yes, because I got to get it for myself. I can't just stand there and rot away until someone comes and saves me. Like, so if that's too intimidating for you, I don't know what to tell you, bro, because I have to fend for myself. Like I have to, at this point, there's, there's no one there to, to help me or fortify what I do or get it with me. There's nobody. So if that's independence and you're put off by that, I don't know what to tell you because I'm not going to sit here and just die in the street waiting for somebody to come save me. I'm not. I don't know. I I don't know. I, I find it hard. I find it hard to believe. That there's there's not somebody at the bottom of your phone list that that that's like your like like the twelfth man in your rotation that's like ready to give it all he got and he and he can't see the floor for whatever reason you know what I mean I just I just find that hard to believe I think all women have those and I think and until and and and, and it's it's hard sometimes to listen uh to the 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 single stories when the twelfth man on the bench ain't getting no playing time that's that's the frustrating. Check I, your twelve. See, let, let your twelve man get some run, and you might find out that he's a starter. I just told you I went out <laughs> on a date with someone who was five eight and did drugs on the daily, just to try things out. There is no twelfth man in my phone. Don't you think I would go to the twelfth man first before that? I, okay. All I'll right. I give. I give. I give you that. He must have been extremely attractive to you for you to Not go on a all. date with a drug addict. No, first of all, I didn't know that he was doing all of oh, that. Oh, you met him online. Went out on a date, and I was not attracted to him. Like, yeah. he's not the first person that I would say, oh, he, you know, whatever. But I literally am expanding in every way because I don't want to walk by the 12th man. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. that's not something that I want to do. Like I want something real and genuine with someone. So I am literally moving my feet and going out with all types of people. But of course that wasn't it. I'm not going to compromise who I am or, you know, to, to just to be with somebody either. I won't. 
like, I like I said, there has to be attraction there. There has to be like, there's certain things that I know are going to be there in a relationship, but I'm opening and expanding my horizons to see if that right. happens with somebody. You understand Good. what I'm saying? Don't, 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 don't give up. And I want to be a bug on the wall. at one of these dates you're on. Mm-hmm. I want to be, I want to be a bug on the, I, I, for some reason, I just want to leave like a camera there and just watch the whole thing. I want to see what's going on here so I can evaluate one of these, one, one of these things and just see what's going on. But look, don't give up. Uh, I'm not fighting a good, keep fighting a good fight. There's somebody for everybody. Um, don't place too much blame on yourself, especially with the ghosting thing. Like, especially with the ghosting thing, that's more about them than it is you. Don't take that to uh, don't take that to heart. Let them show you who they are, and then just you know what I mean. I totally agree, but I also am built a certain way, and sometimes yeah. I, you just want to know when yeah, you no. something with somebody over this time. You just want to know, like, how could you just drop me like that? You just want a reason, and that's just the reality of the situation. But this I, is a this is a this was a very interesting show, a great conversation, and it's one that I feel like we that is going to continue to be a part of every episode until we figure this thing out. And um, I think there's a lot of people that's going to get some good information from this because these are conversations that people actually want to have. Because this is an issue. Go see, like you said, it's an issue. Um, There's a lot more single people running around. There's a lot of people who have accepted the role of being single and kind of justified it in their head and told themselves they don't need nobody, which I think is bullshit because I don't think God would have created people if if he it was intended for you to be here, you know, alone. You know what I mean? And and maybe and maybe uh, I don't know. Maybe companionship is not what he had in mind. But you know, I, I don't I don't know. We'll figure it out. We we'll get to the bottom of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it, it catches up with you sometimes, it does, yeah. especially when you're disappointed. Like again, time after time. Yeah. But. I, I am surrounded by love. Like I do have some amazing friends, family, God, baby. Like we've talked about this. Like I have amazing core of people around me that I'm so thankful for. Yeah. 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 And and those are the things. I do want to share my life with somebody. Yeah. And and those are things that are, you know what I mean? Those are things that are important. Um, I think, It'll happen when the time comes. Um, and I think when it does happen for you, I think you'll be rewarded because you were so patient. Um, you didn't set, you didn't settle. You didn't just take the first thing that came. So, and it's, and when it happens for you, it's going to be the most unique situation, one that you couldn't even plan for. You know what I'm saying? I think okay. it's going to, I think it's going to happen that way. So we're going to keep, we're going to keep this conversation going though. Um, and uh, we're going to, we're going to check back in with you next on our next episode. We're gonna revisit the is it right. we're gonna revisit the hey, ghost. If it happens gonna... that quick, if it happens that quick, I'm here for it <laughs> by the next yeah, episode. <laughs> yeah, and if you're not available for the next pod, then I know why. I'll be like, so it because actually been, worked, Brownie. No, because you've been <laughs> because you've been swept off your feet, so you've been unavailable. Listen, I am about to get on Bumble in Portland, so we're gonna see what happens. We never know. It might be in the northwest. You know what I'm bet. saying? <laughs> <laughs> bet, 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 bet. <laughs> Hey, everybody, look, check us out, One Against the Grain on Instagram. The YouTube page is going up real soon where you're going to be able to catch full clips and full-length videos of this conversation. Check us out, One Against the Grain, Apple Music, Spotify. 
This is One Against the Grain podcast. Shout out to Jay Brum. Shout out to Ben Cruz. Shout out to Ace and Deucin. And once again, Alicia, you got anything you want to add to this? No, I mean, just get those tips rolling in. You know what I'm saying? I'll read them, discard the ones that I don't like. And if you got any suggestions and solutions <laughs> to, the, to, the, to the dating scene, please send them to one against the crane at <laughs> Gmail. Or just hit us in the DMs and like, hey, I heard the show. Or leave us a review, whatever. Like, subscribe, all that. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Twitch, wherever you can get a free, wherever you get uh get podcasts at, you, you can find you can find us there. You can also catch me doing some one-on-ones on another platform called Riff. I gotta invite uh Alicia on there. We're having some fun. We should do a one against the grain on there one day. It'd be like a live I interactive. Didn't say uh, that. Huh? You should do a live one against the grain on there and maybe even talk about something like this where we can actually interact and talk with people about it. For sure. We'll get in, we'll get instant responses. You know what I'll do is I'll go in there and I'll create a room for us. So whenever we decide to, that we need public opinion, we'll go in that room and we'll do our pod from there. Yeah, how about, how's that sound? I'm down with it. Let's let's do it. Be ready to, you know, I'll give you my opinion back, everybody who's going to be in they, that room. But yes. They kind of they kind of rough on riff, man. Like, they... Okay. They like they 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 go in they go they go in but you get instant feedback and it's great you know people are very active on there I'm down with it let's do it all right Ben so till next time one against the grain we out this thing Peace. next time. <laughs>